Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's D&D Campaign. Featuring Bentley Woods CJ D. Blackwater Milo Reuter and Phoebe Wilhelm. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. The Tater Tots stand in the tinderbox and await the arrival of the Scions who will reclaim their stolen power. Well, last we left off, I should say, we were in cold storage of the Team Rocket Base, codenamed Tinderbox, surrounded by no fewer than five source stones, or at least chunks of them, and a full spire of partially contained Dragonstone. And Meatloaf Rooster set out a call to all the Scions. Hey, come get your stuff. It's here. We found it. Lost and found protocol. Yes. Not here in two weeks. It's mine. Yeah. <laughs> and the <laughs> Venom protocol. Queen very promptly responded that they would be arriving shortly. Mm -hmm. In the meanwhile, what do you guys want to be doing? You got some time. It's y'all, it's the Oni, chilling in the tinderbox. Bunch of newly dismantled phalanx in the next room. Which pieces or shards, I guess, of source stone did you say are in here? There's definitely poison, there's definitely dragon. Poison, fairy, dark, dragon, steel, fire. There's actually six. Oh, wow, okay. So I feel like Mortar, having had past experience with said stone mm -hmm. would kind of be drawn to the fire stone and just start like slowly walking towards it with like the the glow of the stone in his eyes and bentley would just kind of saddle up next to him and make sure that he's uh being safe but then uh bentley wants to do a, a history check on the fire source stone sure what are we curious about um just bentley would want to see if Mortar now, having grown significantly, both personally and professionally, mm -hmm. uh, since the first time he interacted with a, he is a stunt source stone. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, just kind of like if Bentley could gauge or get a gut feeling of whether or not it would have a similar effect on Mortar now, or if Mortar is better equipped to handle potentially being source infused or at least interacting with said stone, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mostly mostly just spitballing here, but uh, yeah. we'll roll. Throw it at the wall. It's uh, 11. An 11. Okay. Um, the the more mystical nature of source stones is still lost to most of you. Um, it's, it's being uploaded to Milo's brain week to week. But it's hard to say. Part of the issue with the first time the mortar came in contact with the Firestone is that it was kept away from like fresh air and light for so long, it was just waiting for a conduit. And mortar being young when you ran into it and matching that source stone's power, he basically just got an upload of all that pent-up energy. And when you're that young and you don't have a way to channel all of that new power, it comes out in rage. So... If Mortar now were to find that stone, it's likely he would have just been supercharged and remain in control. But now the bit that is in here is small enough 
that it's likely it wouldn't cause any issues if he were to pick it up, handle it, or otherwise, because he is inherently at his core a fire type still. Okay. So just based off of that, I guess, gut feeling, Bentley and Mortar would go up to the Firestone and just kind of like circle around it and look at it and see it from all different angles kind of deal, just kind of out of curiosity more than anything else. Mm-hmm. It's a small it's a small chunk, similar to the... It's about the same size as the one that Arjan was holding in the Stonebreaker fight. But yay big. Nice. Uh, I'm going to call out all my children that are these types as well. So well, I was gonna say you riot, have winter. Do you have bark? Bark, yeah, because bark is he's very dark, right? Yep. Because mm-hmm. he's got two I mean, options here. I mean, riot's dark poison. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Look at you. So, this is yeah. CJ's room. So I'm gonna call them out and you know go interact with these stones with them. Because <laughs> why not? Okay. Uh, seeing that he's doing this and Neek's on my shoulder, I just go, oh, God. I'm going to just return him. and I just, t- going. I just take a step to the back of the room, like, okay. um, waiting for an explosion. Okay. Bentley and Mortar are centered on the firestone that's currently kind of heating up the crucible that's got the liquid source stone just kind of molten, flowing through it. You've got a chunk of the dark stone that is mostly just a wisp of shadow hanging in a corner, just avoiding light. If you were to bring light to it, you would probably destroy it. Um, it's just lingering up in a dark corner. You've got the poison stone held beneath that sort of rainbow plexiglass case, similar to what is surrounding the uh, the dragon stone. The chunk of fairy energy seems completely incorporeal, but looks like a stone. But you can see clean through it, and it just lets out these like eerie little whispers in every place that it goes to. But that's that's that on that. If you send out if you send out the squad, who would touch what first? Uh, Bearing in mind, it is a it would be a pretty substantial check to break said glass around the poison shard. I don't necessarily want to like break through the glass of the poison one. Okay, it's more just like I'm gonna let Riot out and see what he does. Okay, um, around it. Yeah, see if he wants to go near it. I mean, he is, he is immediately drawn to it in the caustic nature on the outside of his, his body, that sort of parasite that lives within and without him, is very, very potent in here. He seems to be sweating pure acid to the point that it is sizzling and searing into the ground below him, and he's kind of just falling into this little divot of molten steel beneath him as it's just kind of dissolving away. As we know, the poison stone enhances... All poisons and acids. Interesting. Um, Even held within the space that it is. I'll send Winter over into the dark corner. Okay. Can snakes sweat? No, but the parasite can. And uh, they try hard enough. I'll let Bark out near the fairy stone. Okay. Um, Bark, make an intelligence saving throw. Bark, bark, bark. He's so smart, guys. Negative seven. Eleven. Eleven. Bark, you are frightened of the whispers that emanate from this pink cloud. Wow. Winter. Make an intelligence saving throw. Sixteen. Okay. Winter, on approach to the Darkstone, 
every fight or flight instinct in your body kicks in and all of your little hairs just bristle. You clutch your hands around your knives and you start to push through the fear and then you just hear this horrible wail and shriek as the sort of far corner of the room above and behind you nearest would be Milo kind of standing at that doorway just kind of surveying everything. Um, This large purple and silver claw just rends through the metal and then another one to match and it wrenches open just kind of dripping with this acidic slime as a massive purple scorpion shape just crawls into this room behind you. Boy. Greetings. Hello again. We've got your stone. Well. I see. We will be taking these back to the others. Oh, you're here getting all of them by yourself? Not alone. Okay. Just unaccompanied. It is a pleasure to see you again. Likewise. Who are your mortal companions? Uh, so we've Hi. got D, CJ, and Bentley, and Phoebe. It is a pleasure to meet the friends of Mutahadith Kathir. And uh, before you uh, take these out, I don't know if you remember what we discussed, but potentially uh, bestowing some strength upon our poison friends. We will do so on the surface, away from prying eyes. As it just kind of slides a gaze over to the sort of black armored figure in the corner. Okay. We will discuss further when the, it is safe to do so. Fair enough. Was it, was it referencing the dead? The Oni. The Oni. Oh. Okay. If your traveling friend knows what is good for it, it will remain here until the stones are safe. And the Oni just nods. Wait, the Oni is frightened of this thing? No. no. Not in the slightest. But but why would it agree? Why not? It already has all of these stones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't it gain anything by breaking another. Okay, just creates an explosion that'll kill more things. Okay, so we're good to pop up. Or you may use this tunnel if you are able. It's Sweet. like twelve feet up in the air, very jagged and covered in slime. Let's do it. I'm it a- is a direct path. To the surface. I'll, I'll just take the stairs. Very well. Yeah, I would just call back Mortar and walk back to the ladder. <laughs> I should warn you, as you will be aware, another of our kind has resurfaced. What? His presence is unnerving, as is the substance in the corner that your friend is approaching as it notions over towards winter and that cloud of darkness that is just wailing and shrieking and you just see a number of pale and dark hands just reaching out trying to claw their way out of this black mist wow i don't like that i'm leaving its keeper is above i would advise not to touch that why if you wish him to be destroyed, oh, I will not stop oh, you. Okay, I'll call, I'll call. I'll call them back. <laughs> there is a safer way to gain power, as we have discussed. 
I haven't discussed that. Yes, we have. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I will see you on the surface, as will the others. Algenyat and Rai are with me. See you on the surface. Here we go. Peace out, Cub Scout. Just skitters back through. The Oni just looks to all of you. I will remain in the records room until I am welcome back. All right. Well, someone should stay with him. And Bentley's already moving out of the room to go back to the ladder. Okay, I guess that's me. T- that's your BFF. Why does somebody need to say? I don't want to be anywhere near We don't know that. what he's going to do down here. Yeah, so unobserved. What? So what? What does it matter? It seems like everything down here is pretty picked clean, though. Yeah. But at, like, if it's going to just start downloading records, or we don't know. That's like, fair. Like, no, there that's could fair. be a room we don't know about. All right. I'll watch him. Okay. As we head back to the surface, riding the various elevators, opening security doors, back to the surface we go. As we arrive, the fresh light of day reaching your eyes again. It's very harsh. Been underground for a little while. There are three just catastrophically large beings in front of you. One being the Drapion that you've just seen. Another being the aforementioned Rai Aldirik, who, for those of you who speak American English, is the father of Drakes. Is a large Hydreigon, but where normally its hands would contain a head, it instead, much like the Grecian Hydra, simply has three that spawn from its neck. Floating ominously next to that is a collection of bright pink diamonds that coalesce into a vaguely humanoid form. That is the Aljinyat Aru, or the Soul of the Fae. Not that the Pokedex would have any intel on this at all, but it is a Diancy. As it floats about a foot or so off the ground, everything around it is just enhanced and colorful. Floating a little ways behind that is a coffin that looks like it's made of a mixture of metal and thick, dark wood that is shackled and chained a hundred times over with countless padlocks and crawling their way through every possible gap in the seams are dark and pale fingers, each one seeking to find the nearest lock and break it, but never quite getting close enough to do so. And Shadow just pulls out of the bottom of this coffin. Is this a Cofagrigus? Um, it, it would be if it could open. Right. That's crazy. Standing before you is the Kabuse Mukabale, or the Shackled Nightmare, if you will. Ooh. I fucking love that title. Yeah, that's a, cool, <laughs> that's a really cool title. <laughs> this is the Scion of the Darkstone. Make that a GMAX form yesteryear. <laughs> the presence of this thing, had you not been through Nutri, would be enough to stop your hearts. Holy shit. Wow. Um, as it floats about... 15, 20 feet away from you, it is the embodiment of fear. And it just lingers in the air, and there's nothing to stare at. It is just a coffin, 
and it serves as a reminder of your own mortality. Anybody who has been in contact with the tombstone, aka CJ, even being below, you feel like a, a little trickle at the base of your spine. And it's that, it's that feeling that someone's watching you or that you're mm. not alone. Love that feeling. And you know that you're not. You're standing in a room with the Oni. You know that Theo Jr.'s on cameras watching. And yet you get this overwhelming sense that if you were to turn around right now, there would just be some sort of ghostly visage just waiting to kill you. Oh, yeah. And yet there's nothing if you turn. Oh, I definitely just keep turning around for a little while. Yeah. Just in circles for five what? minutes. What? Yes. What? Um, everybody on the surface... All the hair on your body is just sticking straight up, and it, you just immediately are just coated in, in this pale sweat and full of dread. Cool. But again, had you not been through Nutri and been emboldened, this would probably just kill you. Just the sheer stress of being <laughs> close to this attack. thing. Just seeing yeah. it. Damn. God damn. Um, there is a reason that it is closed. For if it were to open, you're gone. So um, for Milo's knowledge and also the audience and everyone else here. The shackled nightmare is such because the grave tender made it so. This thing is the embodiment of every mortal's fear. And it is the reason that dark stones and dark power were so frowned upon in your early days of training. Why no one wanted to help you unlock any additional dark power and why when Monty uses his sort of inner torment and anger, it hurts him. is because you're drawing on the power of this thing. And every time someone uses that dark energy, it gets a little bit stronger. Wow. Yikes. And while no mortal has ever known this before, it immediately just pervades your senses. And you are <laughs> overwhelmed with the fact that every time you've ever been afraid or scared or so panicked that you become enraged, this has been the source and also the conduit of that energy. The Scion of the Fairy Stone gives you all like this very deep fey-like bow, and the crystals just bend organically down and back up before it hovers down through the hole and flies into the bunker to reclaim its stone and a portion of dark. As it flies down, it's gone for about 30 seconds. The Venom Queen just stares at each of you, kind of surveying. These are those who will save the world. It's saying that to the other... It's saying it to you. Oh, okay. But it's more of a question. Gotcha. Uh, Bentley would just walk up to all of these, I'm assuming guardians or similar, and would like grip his necklace with the stag horns on it and just like bow to all of them. You may save your pleasantries. We are not worthy of bowing. Please meet our eyes as we meet yours. Uh, uh, okay. But the respect is acknowledged. Okay. G good, I guess. If you are in the possession of those who share my gifts, I would have you present them now, one at a time, please. If you wish them enhanced, 
These gifts come with drawbacks, as you will now be aware. So who want who wants to go first? I'll I'll tap my one of the balls on my side and Biohazard will pop out. Okay. You have a fetid aura about you. It is intoxicating. Allow us to enhance your abilities. You're going to make him blush. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's with the same uh, grace and, and respect that I imagine a parent looks upon their child. Oh, yeah. Uh, biohazard. Pick any two skills, improve them by two, and then improve the rest of those by one. Um, I will do insight in nature. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Your scores. Oh, scores. Yeah. I thought you said, you said skills. I did so. say skills, but okay. I, meant, I meant scores, but I said skills. Uh, so strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. Yeah, con and wisdom. Okay. Um, to simplify this a bit above table, because I don't have a way to explain it, if you have a creature with two types, they may pick one enhancement to get. Mm-hmm. Um, taking two would probably rip them in half. Oh, good. Especially yeah. if they're not if they're not fully developed and ready to go. It's just you're going to have two incredibly powerful forces just ripping you apart. Um, but similar to what we learned with Crash, these stones, if you accept the blessing in this way, it's going to permeate every fiber of their being. It will make them susceptible to the Oni's stone shatter or similar effects, but it is a short-term benefit for a long-term potential payoff, but also potentially you are condemning them to a lot of pain down the line. But if you don't make it to the end of the world, does it really matter? So these are the things to consider. But that's Biohazard. As the Venom Queen just reaches down and kind of like plants both claws on the side of Biohazard's face, his whole being just collapses into a, like a puddle, and she just forms him into an orb, and then this large stinger comes down and injects through the back of him, and there's this brilliant flash of purple light. And you look away expecting to look back and see a dead Biohazard, and instead you see he looks pretty normal, but there's now this beautiful like purple filament. Almost like um, like the northern lights, just kind mm-hmm. of trailing across his body. Cool. Here for it. Are there more? Uh, yeah, Phoebe will present Sage. <gasps> I did confirm. Okay. Uh, I will let Tia choose the stats. That's fine. Um, because the way Sage is listed, if he does strength and dex, everything will get to the next buff so that's a conversation to have later but i will put sage's ac up to 15 um and then another convo to have is if she wants to get a poison move from that but we'll i didn't even mention it phoebe is not here today it's okay so sage done same deal just kind of scoops him up injects in the back and those those eyes just flash to like this brilliant amethyst purple and they're just kind of held over for a second he's like Oh. Wow. I'll poke my head down the hole and we, yell for CJ. I was gonna say we can just tell him. I just I yell. <laughs> I like, CJ. What? 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 Come up. 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 
you guys told me to stay down here. I'll switch. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. The uh, yeah. Oni in this time has been just flicking through various boxes of records. Looking at anything cool? Yes. What? He'll throw a file over to you. This is going to be a long name for you. Cool. This is the Lampadays protocol. Lampadays? Uh-huh. L-A-M-P-A-D-E-S. Okay. It is a project spearheaded by your sister. The one who survives. And it is a prediction slash sort of game plan layout of when and how to overthrow the steady state world that you live in right now. And the when and how is Alluvia in four days. Cool. Um, I'll just hold on to this until <laughs> something happens that makes me want to leave the room. Oh, something happened that made me want to leave the room. Okay. Here, D, and I'm going to hand it to you as I go up. I'm not going to say a word to you about it. I'm just going to hand it to you and go up. Go up. This, yeah, D, as you walk into this room, the Oni is just very categorically searching through files, finding key ones, looking them up and down, and then just igniting them, just burning them away. So oh. is it just the poison types that can be infused right now? In this, in this like current second, Yes, because okay. the Venom Queen brought her shard up with her. Okay. And is just sort of presenting it as a conduit to enhance. However, the Father of Drakes, the Shackled Nightmare, and the Soul of the Fae have made a similar bargain. If you find their missing shards, they will empower you. Okay. But there's nothing for steel or fire here? Um, there is not a guardian for steel or fire here yet. Okay. On account of he has to travel not as the crow flies. Everyone else here is capable of, like, either skittering or was already just, like, right up the road. Okay, I got you. Thuobon will be here shortly. But the fairy and the dark guy, we don't have their shards yet? The f- that's what the that, Diancie is doing No, the right Diancie got is it. collecting okay, getting, at least shard for fairy. Okay. But so we can, can only, do that with them. Yes. Yeah, you okay. can only yes. pick one for each, cool. though. A lot of this is that it's taking a while, and the amount of time it takes to enhance those two is about ten minutes. And then you've got... The Oni down there just going through records. We're cool. going one at a time. One cool. type at a time. Yep, cool. I'm taking, I'm taking it cool. slow because I want to know exactly who is enhancing with what. Riot's doing poison. Okay. Um, Riot is doing poison. Then what we need to do is Riot pick uh, two stats and improve them by two, and the rest go up by one. I I'm going to have Big Liz do it, too, because why not? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, thought maybe you're gonna wait for fire on that one. I was going to, but who knows when that's you gonna be? That, that's uh, to to make it obvious. Like Thuobon is literally like burrowing over here. On oh, he's way. coming now. He has a slower speed than everyone else. But I yes. mean, I still like lean it. The idea of leaning. Yeah, fuck poison. it. We'll do poison with her. Okay, we'll make Bang do the poison. Fire one. It just seems very <laughs> sinister and like good. Yeah, why not? Any more for poison? I don't know if we'll ever get to the fighting stuff, so I'll probably present Bane whenever CJ's done. Okay. And I'll swap with him. Okay. So we send Bane out. Yep. Uh, you know the drill? Dex and con. 
Dex and Khan. Okay. We don't have access to the fighting stone, I mean, do we? I have not yet. I have no. cups, but I'm I'm passing not on cups. Yet. Okay. It's the Slayer That's of Men's Arms. So. Yeah. yeah, the Slayer of <laughs> That's Men. That's why I'm like, no. are we ever gonna get to that? <laughs> yes. The the Slayer of Men. Right, 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 right. Um, full disclosure is currently being held on a Master Ball by Blue. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the the option that has been proffered many times is yeah, break that ball, and the Slayer of Men will return to being that title. But right now it is... Okay. Um, oh, I want to break it. It is canonically unethical to own and it's use a Master Ball, but nobody knows because it's the only one. Oh. They made a ball that can rewire your brain, and they used it on the Slayer of Men. Whoa. So for anybody Why wondering... create that metal gauntlet? Too? Yeah. Uh, for anybody wondering, like, how the heck did you get the Slayer of Men on your team? Makes sense. Mind control. Makes huh. sense. That's a Occam's cool way of thinking of it. So... Any other poisons? Otherwise, what I'm going to do is we'll... I will have the Venom Queen kind of take a back seat, and we'll have the Father of Drakes burrow down to the large spire and kind of shatter through that rainbow glass. Are there any among you that wish powers from us? Can we add dragon power to one of our Pokemon? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice try. In character, <laughs> no. Our gifts would destroy you. Well, okay. Like what, me, what, like, what, what if like, I did? Like me what too? if I'm Dragon Boy? <laughs> Just the only one wings. I can think of is Gumi Goose and Destiny's Child. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't gotten a response on that one. So given the previous conversation, I'm going to assume not because Gumi hasn't been like battle-tested and getting that might be a bit more than Gumi can handle. The Soul of the Fae will return with two portions of Source Stone. Fairy. And the sort of dark energy is just held within one of those little rainbow spheres. And the hands are just reaching to try to get out. It's like it's like Doctor Strange's cape with all those little shadow demon dudes Yikes. on there. It's just trying to like break through this sphere and it just can't do it. Uh, and the rest of the, the Father of Drakes and Venom Queen or whatever about it? Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they're like, listen, all of our powers manifest differently. That's just... I mean, like, in terms of Diancy, like, holding it or potentially oh. giving it back. The like fact that it's, like, kind of encased in there. Yeah, okay. it's okay. a it's the same deal as a lot of their mentality towards the Lunark. Okay. Is that, like, this is a this is an element of our world that we have to deal with. Like, okay. fear and and panic and terror and loathing are all part of life. So there's, n- like, it, it would be unethical to destroy it. You just don't want it running rampant. So everything has to live in balance. But if you have any fairy and or dark types among you that you would like enhanced in one way or the other, um, speak now. D, D probably wouldn't do anything, mm-hmm. but uh, Mute is actually going to pop out of the ball and actually just like break out himself and present himself in front of the dark. Okay. Muting uh, Mute. Muting Mutesen. Like I gotta delete him. Hold on. I got it. Let me. Gone. <laughs> I'd be hey. like, oh, he's been no. devoured. My let me let me eat him. Um, Muty Mutsen. Yeah. Mechanically, real quick. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Go ahead and pick two stats. Go by two. Boom. So mute. On account of this is our first interaction with the shackled nightmare. You present yourself before this massive coffin, and immediately just collapse face first into the grass as 
all of you panic. That's as funny as it is horrifying. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> the, the Venom Queen will reach a claw out. Do not approach. He will return in time. Mute will remain incapacitated for nine hours. As that is his intelligence score. Great. As he collapses to the ground, all color drains. He's this big white polar bear. Face down, on the ground, completely limp. When his soul is reforged, he will be stronger for the experience. <laughs> Dee's like, like, the Venom Queen's kind of put, holding us yes, back. one little claw there. Yeah, Dee's like, uh, okay. If it sets your mind at ease... The devices that you use can transport him, but will not shorten the time. Oh, interesting. That sucks. He must experience whatever is to come. Okay. Okay, I'm going to call out Winter. <laughs> I just, I'm wide-eyed looking at you like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, hey, man, so that guy can give you a lot more power, um, but you're going to go on a journey, and you're going to be... Your soul will be reforged. I don't. I don't know exactly. I'm going to spark Just your tea some... with psilocybin. I don't know exactly <laughs> what that means. We're going to give you some yeah. ayahuasca, and then you're going to see some things. And... So, Winter, are you doing it? Um, I can't make that choice for you. And I'll kind of just explain that it's probably going to be a good thing because we're going to be basically mm-hmm. fighting for our lives, and stronger the better. So it's probably a good idea. Obviously, I have no idea what's going to happen, but. Mm-hmm. My advice would be probably do it. Okay, I and, can't make that choice for you. And he'll 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 kind of look at me and look at the thing and be like, "Fuck it." Just look at mute <laughs> one of the biggest guys on the squad. <laughs> he'll skate over to <laughs> it. All right, winter. Two stats go up by two. Rest go up by one. That's great. All right, winter. <sighs> you get seven additional hit points and you will be unconscious for thirteen hours. Okay. All right. Is that is your intelligence score. I was hoping it went the other way. Like <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, fear works much better the more intelligent you are. Cool. Because there are more ways to hurt you. Because you understand cool. more yep. ways to My be destroyed. My boy, dumb as hell. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? I don't have the dumbest, though. I ain't scared of too much stuff, but like a couple things. I'm scared of like nine things. Uh, so yeah, you now feel like a, it's like a category point four earthquake, but it's just kind of rolling. Rolling on towards you. Cool. He's on his way. He's a big guy. It takes a lot of takes a lot to move him. Bark wants fairy power. Bark wants fairy power. Okay. Bark the, wants fairy The soul of the fae power. will just kind of lean down in front of Bark. Oh my goodness, aren't you adorable? Just kind of scratches it behind the ears. And he's like, thump, 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 thump. Oh, you want my blessings, do you? Yeah. Well, all right. Let's see what we can do. Uh, Bark, as the soul of the Fae gets in front of you, where everyone else sees this weird crystalline being, you see a long, very stretched out... It The closest thing it looks like to you is a rabbit. If it was from, like, a nightmare realm. It's got these long, kind of stitched on, almost like plaid ears. Oh, God. It's got one, like, massive button eye and then one really tiny one. And its mouth has been kind of stitched shut like the scarecrow. And it's just kind of long and gangly. My gifts for you. 
I can't do this. And just kind of stretches you a little bit and just kind of folds you out and elongates your bones and grabs those muscles and just twists them a bit to kind of tear them so that they'll repair better. Um, reaches oh. down like into your soul oh. and just stretches you a bit to grow you. As you're like, oh! everyone else just sees a Diancy floating in front of a, a snubble for a few seconds. And then goes, all done. And it flies away. And Bark has this thousand yard stare oh. straight ahead. Uh, Bark, you suffer two levels of exhaustion that will go away after you sleep outside of a Pokeball. Okay. But you do get all your bonuses. The poison one was the nicest one. Yeah. Oh, for what real. an asshole. Goddamn. The soul of the Fae is never what they seem. Scary. I mean, yeah. scary. you did have to get stabbed by a Drapion tail, so that scary. doesn't sound super Yeah, pleasant, but that's like a physical but... pain. I'll, the I'll other ones are okay. <laughs> I'll yeah. take that. Um, yeah. the physical pain over for, the... for what it's worth, now that you've done a couple of these, the lower level they are, the more painful and taxing the process is. Nice. Uh, the stronger they were to begin with, the better they can handle it. So but like, Bark bio... was level six. So yeah. I didn't do anything to kill um, Jesus. Yeah. So, like, Biohazard and Mute were like, this is fine. Bane probably, like, mm, hurt quite a bit, but I'm good yeah. kind of thing. Okay. All of them hurt. It's just a question of how tempered are they at, like, kind of bouncing back from okay. this. Oof. Got you. Uh, unless you did the dark one. The dark one is literally just unmaking your mind. And you literally killed my boy without killing my boy. Pretty much, yeah. Winter, winter and Mute for the next 9 to 12 hours are effectively just incapacitated. They're not there. They have no signs of life, but they will come back. We did it. So as this is happening, Bentley will send out Mortar and Dial-Up, just mm-hmm. like off to the side and kind of like huddle with them. And like, hey, guys, um, as you can see kind of over my shoulder, a lot of the team members are getting a lot stronger because these, I think, Guardians are infusing them with more source stone power and it's up to you guys if you want to undergo that but um i think i think both of you are ready and i think both of you can withstand that and honestly i think we're going to need as much firepower as we can get as the world is maybe set to come to an end um but i i love you guys a lot and i'm glad you're on my team and I'll just do like a really awkward like triple hug with a collection of magnets and a yeah. mortar, <laughs> and, then, and then like your your cell phone like fries. And you're like, no, yeah. yeah. They'll all link together around you. Just mortar like will give you a bit. The static electricity. His hair stands up. <laughs> but then I'll just kind of hang back with my 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 team. Just wait for more things to show up that will probably make things very scary, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. <sighs> while, while we're oh. waiting, sorry. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, if we're done boosting people with this collection of stones, yeah. I would like to send out the remaining two Pidgeys and just see if they are in any way inclined like the first Pidgey was to ice. For each Pidgey. Oh, it, was that a thing where it's like if you're normal type, you can... Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe you could do normal, that Mr. Uh, Wimpimble. A normal type can sort of roll the dice, but if it works, it will fundamentally reshape them. 
So they would go from Wimpimble being the kind of card trick magician, and if suddenly he's like all in on dark, he's going to completely shift paradigms. Cutting women. What would that? What would that shift be if he was a dragon? (laughs) That would would be be so so sick. (laughs) So hold on. Quick question. Yeah. Cat dragon? That's what I was thinking. He's normal stone few, so it would have no effect, correct? correct. He, has, he already has it. He just gets a giant yes. spiny tail, and he can breathe um, fire. <laughs> so he's fucking Godzilla. What we're going to do. Godzilla. <laughs> One is fairy. Two is dragon. Oh, wait. Three would be dark. Four would be poison. So actually use a d4 instead. I was I was going back and forth on whether or not to let them try for dark, but I'll let it happen. So I'll do it I'll do it alphabetically so it's even easier. So dark uh, dragon fairy poison. One, two, three, four. Dark dragon fairy poison. Okay. So roll for the first Pidgey. Dark. Dark. Okay, and then roll for the second one. Dragon. dragon. Okay. Ooh. So dark Pidgey. D one hundred. Oh boy. 25 or less. Just a Pidgey with, like, a neck frill. 27. So Dude! <laughs> the, so this Pidgey flies to the dragon and the fairy and the poison feels nothing. And then feels a bit of a draw to the dark. And there's, like, one little feather that's kind of, like, quivering and shaking. And it starts to get close. And then it just goes... And just kind of, like squawks away but you swear like in its wake are just like little crow feathers that just fall behind interesting dragon okay. pidgey 25 dragon or less come on pidgey 53 oh. this pidgey is just like you know none of these are sparking joy I gotta be honest fair enough I just I don't feel a connection swipe left I'm done swipe fair enough. left <laughs> I'm not feeling it. Become a rad dragon? No. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) From down below, tearing through the metal of the tinderbox on its way up. Steel. Is a massive diamond-jawed Steelix. Oh, boy. That slams into the ground, coiling its massive body around the crucible of steel and clutching now in one of its toothed sockets the fire source stone. This is the Steelix that on no fewer than three occasions has attempted to kill both of you. Um, Water under the bridge. Chased the tots through the caves of Xantha and now stands before you in full, just beautiful, arrayed sunlight, the diamond glow of its jaws almost blinding to look at. Greetings. Hello, nice to see you again. Hey, man. We recognize you. Yeah. From the tunnels below. Yeah, hi. Uh, yep. That was probably a, a big misunderstanding. We were not part of the, the evil team, but you kind of didn't care about that. Sorry but hi. For, sorry for blasting you with that cannon, man. Uh, don't be sorry. That was for bad. For what it's worth, we would have killed you if you didn't. Then I'm glad I did. But you are acquainted with the Mutahadith Kathir, and we have struck a bargain. That's what we're told, yeah. If there are those of you who wish an infusion of metal or flame, you need only ask 
And Bentley will just kind of saddle forward with his Pokemon flanked on either side of him. And then he will again do like a hearty bow to the Steelix. Thuobon just... will bow back. Oh, nice. But yeah, I just bow deeply to the thing. Like, uh, yeah, my my Pokemon here, I've got Dial-Up, who's Steel, and Mortar, Fire. Mortar's maybe sort of, kind of, totally had an experience with Source Stones before, but he was very little when that happened, and I feel like... It has left a mark, but not one so deep it cannot be covered. Well, that's good to know, I guess. But yeah, Mortar's gotten a lot stronger, and I feel like he's more than capable of taking on more power now. I would ask a favor of you. Okay. Bring out your partner, if you can. Are you talking about Hal? Yes. Um, okay. Can you bring his spirit here for a moment? Sure, I'll try. I cannot perform the infusion without a conduit. Okay. Uh, can I get a little fire from mortar? Just like on a bush or on the ground or whatever? Consider it done! Lava plume! <laughs> she oh! I just do a little cannon fire. Just, just spark okay. a little fire like a flint. Okay. A little flame sparks up in front of you. Uh, I will call for uh, Yamil Himayatan. Okay. Gesundheit. And, uh... All right. Emerging in this very small flame is just the massive head of a dog with a, like, very, very wizened beard and sort of a crown of flames. That's rad. What? You have (laughs) called to me. Yeah, we uh, we need to borrow Hal for a second. We found the missing piece of Firestone. This is pleasant news. I agree. I will bring you a friend shortly. Thank you. Was that thing also a Houndoom? Or, or? That's an Entei. Oh, okay. Cool. As what? emerging through that flame now, kind of burning what? in full living color, is just a fire effigy of Howl. Hey, guys! What's up? You're talking. So good to see you again. Holy cow. Yeah, only like this, though. Oh, Dude, <laughs> what's going on? You guys need some, like, Holy some moly. juices? What's up, Mortar? What's going? Looking Mortar good? just nod and give him a salute with his big cannon arm. Heck yeah, dude. You're looking looking good. Saucy. Mortar what do you need? Give a little flex. <laughs> yeah. We found a piece of firestone. Thuabon here has it. And no uh, we were up, seeing dude? if He's we like, could uh, boost our friends. But then potentially with uh, Yamil we can have a greater conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. Are you thinking mortar? Potentially. I'm thinking mortar too. All right, buddy. I don't have an easy way to say this, so I just got to blast you. You ready? Mortar will nod and walk forward and just brace himself. Just, like, slink down yeah. into the into the grass. All right. Prep for the worst. Hope for the best. You see the hell kind of d- does, like, the big dog stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just this massive gout of fire that impacts Mortar and goes no further as it just kind of coalesces into your belly, all of that purple light is just burned down to your toes. And it burns out through the base of your tail in a beautiful, bright sort of 
golden red fire. As the last of that flamethrower impacts, Howell's form is gone. But Mortar is now just sort of glowing nice and bright and powerful and strong. It's one tear and it evaporates immediately. (laughs) (laughs) The little flame is still there. Like, he's just kind of chilling. But, like, yeah. Um, A few things alter from you. Um, In that Soul Siphon no longer deals recoil ghost damage to you. Okay. That's kind of rad. But in so doing, you also kind of burn away the final traces of Helios's influence on Mortar. Okay. Which was, in a sense, why you were branded as Radiant type, mm-hmm. was to keep the solar at bay. Fire will become your core type once more, but you are now source-infused for fire. So is Mortar still Fire Radiant, or he's just pure fire? Mortar is now pure fire, but source-infused. So he's kind of burned that away, and that may or may not become relevant. Okay. Uh, Drew. Yes. I am going to send out Fang, and I will kneel down next to him, and I'm going to be like, Hey, buddy. Bark, bark. uh, And I'm going to point over towards a burning bush, essentially. Most. (laughs) Or whoever that is, and uh, be like, is that is that something that you want? And he's gonna kind of like look. He'll he'll kind of sniff along uh, in the air, uh-huh. and uh, he'll shake his head no, and he'll point towards uh, Etiola, towards the mountain. Okay. And you I want go, that ice, that I go, good, good. I go okay. That slush. And then after uh, mortar is all set, mm-hmm. dial up will weirdly cycle forward. They, they do resist being drawn literally into the crucible of molten steel because that has also kind of lost its magnetism. Okay, well, that's Thankfully, good to know at least, yeah. As they're kind of just floating around, they go... I don't understand. Is, is it their wish to be enhanced? Do you... Yes. Zerp. And, and then the dial up just looks dial so up would just do the like like spin around and make the <laughs> AOL noise. <laughs> but yeah, dial up. Um, it is a bit horrifying for you as Thulban just kind of pours this molten steel around you, and they shriek for a moment as it kind of works its way through their various little gears and their magnets. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't change the sort of outer shell, but from within. If, you, if you've ever seen those like vases and bowls from history that have cracked and been reforged in gold, dial-up kind of has that look to them now. Um, but there's just various little colored stripes through every every dent, every crack that they've repaired after a battle. Um, all of their old sort of war wounds have just been filled in with this beautiful alloy of steel. And it has that same color pattern as the diamond on Steelix's jaw. Rad. Pull out Honage? Oh really? That'll work. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll uh yeah, I'll kinda just hold them up. <laughs> like hey. You wanna activate them? Or do you wanna like hold them out as a Yeah, weapon? I'll kind of I'll go as if I'm holding it, but then seeing the Steelix he'll kind of unwrap from my arm and kind of just float in front of him. Okay. Yeah. The um <laughs> the Thulban will look down. You may wish to remove this scarf. Yeah, 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 and I'll untie it. 
if you wish it not to be dissolved. No, thank you. Honich, uh, same deal there, but it keeps the same sort of filigree work that's in between the, like those extra details. Mm-hmm. But the bits beneath now have that same sort of alloyed diamond sheen that catches the light. Um, it in the right light, it can either look like a lightsaber or like a very fine piece of slightly tarnished bronze, where you just get that like little bit of green inlay. I am a Jedi now, confirmed. Yeah, I'll send out Tallulah to meet the father of Drake's. That's okay. pretty rad. Uh, Tallulah, you... Until recently, you were but a but a termite in a world of very large creatures. Mm-hmm. And now you kind of stand still very small, a dragonfly in a world of very large creatures. Mm-hmm. But your draconic influence draws you immediately to the, the godfather of your being. As you are just kind of very slowly skittering up one very large head kind of coils down and then another one and then the third and largest kind of pushes between the two you seek our powers Tallulah will just like sidle up and just meet eye to eye like eye contact with the various heads just not showing any sign of fear or like she doesn't belong. That is good. The soul of a dragon within. Empower you. We will do this. Compress yourself and brace. Tallulah will like shoot out a gas- gasp of dragon breath and then sidle in and just prepare. All right. Each of the three large heads of the Father of Drakes begins to inhale, and there's this sharp ringing sound in everyone's ears as the atmosphere around you is thinned. And the Father of Drakes points two heads down towards Tallulah, and each one lets out this shrill, piercing beam of energy and sound that just slams into the side of Tallulah compressing her wings into the ground and just almost look like it's about to crush her and then the third head just opens wide and there's this spark of purple and then fire just completely surrounds her and the entire space that you guys are in the atmosphere itself seems to just spark up and ignite and you're waiting for the moment that you're incinerated and it never comes because that fire just dances around each of you And in that dance, you see the father of drakes flying alongside countless other dragons, and now among them is Tallulah, kind of just cutting and carving through with that little dragonfly body, those tiny wings beating to keep up with the rest of these large creatures. And as that fire gives way, Tallulah is unburned. Hell yeah. And she kind of stands up on her little, little skittery legs, eyes wide, just covered in this kind of like purple smoke and soot (laughs) and then she's fine at this point the soul of the fae will kind of slink over to you I notice you're not offering your powers why is that uh cause we don't really have anybody that can benefit from interesting that type just curious and he'll just kind of slink away 
Just keeping like one creepy eye on you and the other one forward. Okay. Stude's just very unsettling. Interesting. Very weird. Me over here can gift gift. He loves. He loves throwing. He loves throwing monkey wrenches into the plan, <laughs> even if that's not a thing Milo can do. He's just like interesting that you would not do this. How terrible of it! For, he just makes it blatantly obvious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> How selfish are you? You're not giving away any gifts. Okay. Um, Hashtag just Faye things. If thus concludes the <laughs> the power swap. For now, I do would like to have a conversation with the father of Drake's. Okay. Um, yeah, when he's done with like uh, bonding with Tallulah, I'll kind of yeah. step over and be like, um, "Are you making your way out back to sea to see the tide collar?" Our business concluded. No travel. You mm. need to speak with him. I do. Uh, if you were heading back out there, I was hoping to hitch a ride, but if not, I can find my own means. It is trivial for us to get there. Several weeks for you. We'll see about that. Alternative methods. Wave. Mm -hmm. You could speak through that. A conduit. A channeler. Oh. You have and you are these things. Hmm. But if face-to-face -face is preferred, climb aboard. We can bring you back when you are done. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to look at everybody and be like, is our business here good? I mean, I'm going to... I have more stuff to discuss, but I can yeah. remain if you have others or questions. It, it's brief, but otherwise if I don't know. If you anything. have water, friends, I can bring them as well. Rabu is not occupied for the moment, despite the recent events and escapes. Do so you wish a journey to the Palace of Tides? I, I mean, I, I, I kind of want to go. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> I only have Rose, who's on life support, and Drip, who is a little sweet boy. He's in Just it. fucking explode as soon as... <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's a mix between, like, Harry and Marv from Home Alone and R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> Just pops. <laughs> oh god! Like or his shell just becomes massive and he be just sick. is swimming in it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You're you're more than welcome to tag along if you want. I'm gonna be talking with him about other things, and I wouldn't mind if you came along. Okay. Up to you. Um, Miss Venom Queen. Yes. Um. Where exactly would the ground source stone be? Where would I go for that? Thankfully, most of the Sierras still stand. You will find ground abilities there. Thuaban's son is their current warden. Okay. Thank you. Of course. Said he could also teach rock. Okay. 
yeah, to save to save my voice, um, <laughs> rock and ground in the eyes of the creatures themselves, they don't make a distinction. Rock and ground is a human differentiation that they've made. Okay, uh, can Thuabon take Bentley to the mountains? Like Thuabon, more no, okay. but the father of Drake's, if he's headed to the Palace of Tides, it's on the way. Sorry, okay. all seats are full. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this thing is <laughs> he's huge, and he's like, mine. He's <laughs> no, I'm just It's going to look kind of lame if you're, like, on the back, so, like, no. <laughs> Could you not? No. <laughs> Could you just say no, please? <laughs> you just, you just <laughs> hit him with the what you better do. <laughs> oh! Cold. But, yeah, they're not, like, gearing up to leave, other than the soul of the Fae and our um, shackled nightmare. Yeah, so they can peace out. They're they're both ready to like depart this mortal plane. They love like messing with mortals, but they're not allowed to mess with you guys. So they're like, mm, whatever. So like, this isn't fun for him. No. Yeah. He's he's like very agitated, just floating. He's like, Ugh. we're going to leave. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Ta ta. He looks down at Bark, who's still like just kind of rubbing all his muscles. He's like. I still want to talk to them, but if they're if you guys are going, that's fine. I can just talk to the rest of them. Okay. Yeah, they don't like if you have more to say, they will linger. They okay. made they they signed a pact. They made a deal. Yeah, I'll ha- I'll hang out until because I want to make sure everybody's just on the same page. So. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying no like you guys can do that because you're gonna be back anyway. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll do that while you guys go. Okay. Is this like a... I'm talking to the Father Drakes. Is this like a quick there and back, or is it like a day or two? A few minutes. The Palace of Tides is not a location. But a state of being. I'm screwing with you. I'm ready to go. All three heads look very (laughs) curious to look. All three heads give you the eyebrow? Like Who is this who speaks in <clears throat> phrases we do not parse. He is curious. We are curious about him. Oh, God. Are we going to stop at, at the Sierras for the for him? Yes, please. They're just going to kind of drop him, like, and let him fall. We yeah, will we're gonna stop drop him. You want to go there, too, though, right? I'm, uh, no, I'm, I don't need to stop. But we stop for, like, ten minutes. Because I'm going to keep going with you, but I also want to... Sure. Stop. Stop there. Sure. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Hop aboard if you wish to fly. All right, Poppy. Yip yip. <laughs> the one of those more slender heads will kind of lean down and hold to the side and like start to snap, and then the father of Drake's just pins it with one of the arms. Climb aboard. Most of us do not bite. <laughs> I like a little bite. I'll climb aboard. <laughs> We like this one. Me too. Of spice. Me too. Me too. Me too. I'll call okay. back my team and hop aboard. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to carry mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the father of Drake's will just kind of scoop him up. We will bring your friend. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to put Winter on Crash and do the same thing. Okay. Um, all right. Mutahadith Kathir. Your friends will travel safely with us. Sounds good. Rest assured. Thank you. No harm will come to them in our care. 
Um, I'm going to... Because this guy said I can send Tidecaller a message, right? Never tried. He said, he said conduit channeler, you have and you are. English is well strong with that one. I'm going to try. Send a message to the Tidecaller. Okay. I'm going to keep it. Like, Diaz no idea. Be like, uh, I'm on the way. <laughs> this thing on? You <laughs> yeah. Up? Hey, boo. Hey, Poseidon, you up? <laughs> okay. Hey, dad, you here? Send a message that you're on your way? Yeah. I'm bringing a friend who you're we're aware of keep it vague okay you just gotta <laughs> flick the tuning fork a couple times hey and a little sheen of water kind of folds between and you just see the two large eyes of Rabu oh it works it does I'm on my way bringing uh, a friend with me the palace Stands ready to greet you. Thank you. And that water just kind of folds back down. That was badass! That was (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As the three of you kind of saddle up on the back of the Father of Drakes and fly off towards the Palace of Tides. Milo Ruder. There's a conversation you wish to have. Meatloaf Brewster, even. Uh, I'm going to... Ask Phoebe to bring up the Oni, and also whatever grabbable thing there is that is steel-infused. Any object, like uh, like one of the shields, mm. or... Like one of those alloy bits. Yeah, you got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, She'll head back up. The Oni um, comes up with a, just a, a claw full, or like a big kind of armful of just folders and files. Okay. And there's a little bit of smoke kind of trailing up from below. Uh, and then on their way up, I will try. I'm pretty sure I can speak with them also kind of mentally. The science? Yeah. Yes. Kay. That That is like a separate channel. Yep. You just switch your walkie to, to channel, channel two. two. Got it. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to warn them, hey, we have captured the thief that took these stones. Uh He's in there. We're bringing him out, but I have a plan. The Venom Queen's aware. Um, she can vouch for it. I'd we like are most excited so to watch the <laughs> plan unfold. So keep this in mind and don't, like, just kill him immediately, please. But it would be so <laughs> such fun to tear him apart. Oh, and I you just hear this could go <gasps> sour. From the Shackled Nightmare. All right. Cool. It's just like layered shrieking, and you're kind of like, let me just close off that part of my mind yeah. real quick. You're very loud. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. And Thulban is like, <laughs> thank you. So uh, he'll come up, I'm, Im- I'm imagining. Yeah. Phoebe and the Oni. Theo Jr. kind of pokes his head out. He's like, yeah, good call. Nope. <laughs> it's like, Beyond my pay grade. I don't care. <laughs> Y'all are weird. <laughs> I knew this. Weird. I didn't know. Well, I, no. He's like, I don't know you had a Hydreigon. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. I'm so done. She's three 15-year-olds flying off on it. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> like that. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Our files were incomplete. <laughs> Clearly. But sure. Phoebe and the Oni resurface. Yeah. The Oni just kind of looks around, sees no new faces, and just... Looks like a metal Zoroark. Cool. So uh, this part I'll say out loud. 
the Oni here tells us that there's going to be an emissary of the Lunark coming in a few days. Uh, are any of you aware of that? It has been brought to our attention. Something has been approaching. It's true. It should arrive soon. We have been aware of it for two cycles of the moon. It has been approaching slowly, okay. but its final arrival should be imminent. Okay. Um, now, mentally, I'm going to ask, do you see why this thing would want to meet with it? It now is infused with the same energies, and as such, I can think of no reason. On why I would want to meet it? No. We would like to meet this being, if indeed it is alive. Okay. Just checking. If so. it breathes like we do, if it exists in this world, then it is meant to. And we would speak to our new sibling. If it is something beyond then we must prepare for war. Okay. Obviously, this uh, Oni creature has absorbed a lot of stones and power. Um, my general plan is to somehow take it to the moon. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> the Venom Queen's just salivating. Yeah. Yes. And it is a good plan. And detonate it because the power contained within would be strong enough to rip a hole within time and remove this moon from being a threat to us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yes. should that not happen or be possible or we lose track of this thing, I would like a backup plan. To which I had already asked uh, the Venom Queen here yes. if I could get a small piece from each of you to make a makeshift one of my own. We discussed on the way over. Okay. Each piece recovered here today shall be contributed when the time comes. Beautiful. And the Venom Queen's just like chittering excitedly, <laughs> but very silent. Okay. And the Oni is like, why did you bring me to the surface? And yep. Phoebe's like, I don't know, dude. God stuff. I don't know. Um, God stuff. I don't know, bro. Yeah. I mean, for an illusion, I can ask Phoebe to just ask questions or talk for okay. 20 minutes. Yeah. Phoebe will just be like, so anyway. What, what file did you get? Yeah. <laughs> and be like, this one, this one, and these are why they're important. Uh, okay. Do you know if my predecessor, because like, I've been getting better at like teleporting and like amount of people and distance you are getting easier to detect yes okay uh my predecessor though was there like a limit to that for him only his imagination okay so like if he wanted to just teleport to the moon he could yes wow 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 wow, 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 wow part wow. of that power and freedom got him sealed away so it is recommended you travel lightly. However, 
Before you were the speaker of all, you were he who walks in both worlds. It is likely the creator would allow you to defend the world you came from, from the world you now walk in. Interesting. Okay. Such is your title, duty, okay. and responsibilities. Okay. Um, is there concern with... Like, uh, what would happen to me if I got to that level of power that I could do that? You would more closely resemble your predecessor than yourself. Mm. Okay. Well, the species may vary. You will be altered. Already your eyes are not yours. Yeah, I heard that the other day. Okay. And the predecessor is the prime mind, yes? Mm -hmm. Correct. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. The more you use your powers, the more you will change. The most drastic are those two. Motion to the soul of the Fae and the shackled nightmare. Mm. Got it. Each dug too deeply into their abilities and no longer resembles what they once were. Okay. As you can hear. Horrifying. Okay. Yes, he's not one for conversation. Okay. Um, all right. So I will just let you know if the time comes. I might try to pull this off when the emissary's here, just so you know. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. And um, thanks for doing this. Uh, I just have one more thing to do, but it's with Thuabon. So if you guys have stuff to do, you can leave. Thank you for coming to get your stuff. I will return to the tunnels. All right. In four days' time. We will be nearby. Okay. Sounds good. You need only set out the call to action. Okay. If you determine this emissary is dangerous and must be dealt with. Okay. Um, yeah, thanks again. And then... Uh, and commensurate to your prior discussions. The soul of the Fey and the shackled nightmare just disappear. The right Venom on. Queen just burrows away. They're like, conversation concluded. <laughs> they just leave. Uh, Thuabon will remain, though. Okay. And I uh, just want to say to Thuabon, hey, based on our prior conversation, I figure it's only fair if you get to see our experiment in person. And so we're going to take that shield, mm -hmm. and then with Phoebe's assistance, we're both going to cast Purify Runes on it to see if we can remove the steel imbuement within it and convert it back to normal. So glad you said you're going to do it together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As you and Phoebe kind of place your hands out over this little shield, it's made entirely of a steel alloy. It's got the same kind of gilded look that now dial up and the honage share. Okay. You hold your hands over it, and the metal itself unfolds and unbinds. Um, spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. In a similar way to John Krasinski, <laughs> they are kind of rent asunder like a little Play-Doh. Okay. And falling onto the ground is a perfect sphere of steel, and then this weird mix of ingots of other metals, like a chunk of iron, some bronze, a little bit of gold, just fall alongside, and then a little 
little chunk of steel just floats. Interesting. And that is the source stone that they melted down into slag to use. All right. Thulban's eyes just go wide. Oh, my God. I think that worked. It appeared to. Well, the offer stands. I detect no anomalies in its form. Okay. When this is done, I would have you try that on me. At the end of the fight? Is that what you're saying? Like after yes. we deal with all this? Okay, fair enough. While my own pain is immeasurable, it will be useful in the days to come. Okay. But this is very promising. Should you change your mind, let me know. You may keep this as a token. Okay. I have no need of it. Thank you. I will put that in my, my pack. I will remain as near the Sierras as I can without drawing attention. Okay. Alright. wish you luck. Thank you, you too, Thuban. burrow away leaving Good you just kind of standing over the tinderbox Phoebe's still just talking to the Oni who is very good at hiding his exasperation so what's your favorite color <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is I just have one more thing, but we'll handle that when they're on their way back okay Black. on the back of the father of Drake's D, you've now traveled about this fast before, coming down from the top of the largest wave you've ever mm -hmm. seen in your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For the two of you, you are, you are traveling at a blistering speed, and yet you are on the back of an entity that is capable of manipulating the atmosphere itself. And as such, you are not being like blasted in the face with crazy amounts of wind. Um, but you're flying just above cloud cover. And the clouds are just kind of rolling with you. And you're traveling heckin' quick, dude. Heckin' quick, So dude. fast. Um, it takes about 45 seconds to get from Route 109 between Greengate and Xantha to the Amberite Sierras, which is about 40 miles southeast. As he just kind of brings your travel to a halt over the top of the Sierras... And descends down, plants all four large feet down. We will wait here for you. Okay, guess this is my stop. Good luck, guys. No, we're going to hang for a little bit because I got slurp and I want to do what you're doing too. Oh, all right. I'll cool. be here. Peace out, Cub Scouts. All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess let's go find this thing. The father of Drake's will let out like a... It's like a shrill chirp or bark as a sound kind of echoes into one of the caves nearby. It's just It's gonna be one of those frog guys. <laughs> God. And there's this Hope sound not. of like grinding stone that just echoes back up as coiling around the top of this sort of cave system is just one large fin made of rock as it's just swimming its way to the surface. As an onyx head stops just on the inside of a cave. And where normally you would expect to see like cold gray rubble and stone, it is instead 
almost made of like clay and mud. As it just barely peeks over the top, it's just dripping and oozing. It's kind of like Clayface from Batman. Neat. Barely held together, it looks like a child's little Play-Doh structure. Cool. Who calls to me? I point to those two. Hello. Hi. Hey. We, we met your, your dad, your cousin, your something. I think it's Father. His dad. Father, yeah, your relative. Um, and? Um, well, your dad helped some of my Pokemon gain power from the source stones. We were hoping you would help us do the same to help stave off the end of humanity and everything. Father vouches for you? Uh, yes. What is his name? Uh, Thuamon, right? Thuabon! Thuabon, yes. Thuabum. Then, Thuabum. You must have met him. I am Amnalard. You are here for power or security? I guess both. Bro, what? That you are like all other mortals. Indecisive. I mean... Are you here for power or security? Which one do you want? I'll do the other one. I don't know what, what the difference is. I don't either. Just pick one and like then I'll pick the other one. Maybe one is ground and one is rock. Probably. Pick Probably. One. Uh, security. Oh, but I'm here for power. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the comedic timing on that was well done. There, there lies the betrayal in your heart. <laughs> Ooh. Only when faced with destruction do you care about the earth beneath your feet. Very well. Present your offered souls. Lord. <laughs> He's just lovely. I'm gonna pull out the PC real quick and do a little swaparoony and give my boy slurp and be like, hey, bud. You ready for this? Love your little. <laughs> love you, dude. You're gonna be meeting a guy. Have fun. To get stronger or die. Too. I'll send out. <laughs> I'll send out Manny and Apophis. Okay. Um. The son of the earth, as his human name would be, looks down at Slurp. Power for you. I guess so. And you are worthy? Um, I don't really know what's going on right now. Dee's just chuckling in the back. CJ just kind of put me out here. That is the right answer. When your human falls, you will survive. Oh, okay. Take what? This <laughs> blessing and be gone. As he just kind of swallows Slurp. Oh, he dead dead. Um, <laughs> slurp. 
Don't eat him. He's Dang secure it. inside Thuabon. Slurp for power. CJ asked for power. Your the power to get out. <laughs> your genetic code is being rewritten. Okay. Those of you who have revisited Watalonga prior to the explosion and challenged Diego mm-hmm. will know that Diego has a new team member. Mm-hmm. Um, emerging from the maw of this onyx is something highly reminiscent. Okay. Oh, it is a Don fan that stands eight or nine feet tall. Holy balls! Massive, caked in just earth. Sick. This weird amber hue just kind of coats its whole body. Slurp, you have selected power. My guy. And as such. Your strength and constitution go to 20. No other stats change. Holy shit. Your size... I think you're okay with that, right? Your size is now large. It's not a big deal. And you are forcibly leveled from 6 to 12. Ah, yeah. Ouch. Slurp. Yikes. As six levels of exhaustion is fatal, I'm only going to give you five. Um, Everything you do is technically at disadvantage. You have have zero movement speed. Yes. Um, So slurp, similar to mute and uh, everybody else. We've done a lot of stuff today. Everybody that interacted with the Darkstone, who was just incapacitated. Slurp, you need to spend six days out of a Pokeball convalescing to get rid of a set of exhaustion. Six days? He has five levels of exhaustion. He must be out and resting. If you put him in a Pokeball, it's on pause. Fuck! We'll see him at if, the final fight, I guess. If Jesus. Yeah, because he's not going to be helpful there's more. in the emissary There's one. more. If you put Slurp in a ball, count resets. Oh. What? You need to give him time for this clay and power to settle in, or it will fall away. Right now, it's fake. He's not a real Don fan. He's not a real boy. Better have, like, fucking magnitude 12 earthquake. Slurp, your <laughs> HP goes from 55 to 126. Oh. <laughs> That's a chonker. <laughs> so you will have to move him. How the fuck are we going to do that? Right now, his hit point maximum is halved. So he has a technical HP of 126. Right now, it's 63. How are he we has disadvantage on ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws. Six days. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave him up here. <laughs> I mean, you technically could. I mean, that's what's gonna happen. I mean, you could call him back the- and then let him out in a safer place. I'm just letting you know, like, once you decide he's gonna do this thing, he is committed to recovery. All right. Yeah. I mean, you could leave him on the Woods family estate. All right. We'll figure it out. Because there's plenty of, like, locked-away places there that are pretty secure. We'll figure it out. And they could care for him. Bring him many proteins. We'll figure it out. I'm going to look at the father of Drake's and be like, can you carry him? Yes. And mute and crash with Winter. Well, I'll call call Crash back. Um, Yes, the father of Drake's is a huge creature. I figured as much, but yeah. Just wanted to double check. He is big, large, but huge. (laughs) I'm assuming he's like the equivalent of like an adult dragon. It's the magic he's, school. He's ancient. technically um, he's he's the closest thing I will ever get to Tiamat. 
Uh, uh, undertow. Baby. Well, yeah, Come but on. in terms of like stats and yeah. size, yeah, yeah. yeah. If that I were is. to get like the full size Tiamat mini, it would be about that big. Oh, cool. That's he's, terrifying. He's, he's enormous. Okay. Yeah. The only reason he's even able to move is because he can manipulate the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a big yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's next? Yeesh. Manny will put his club and like kind of push back Apophis and walk forward and then do like a, a flourishing bow with his bone and then sidle up and stare face to face with the onyx. Little cub, your keeper chooses security for you. What do you choose? You walked the path of Earth already. What do you want? Uh, and Manny would just look back to Bentley and nod and then double down on Bentley's choice of security. Shackled to man. Security it is. There is no, like, drastic outward change on Manny because he's already a bit of a warden to this stone. Um, but he is just kind of surrounded in this sort of brown and orange aura. Just kind of flows within him. And then Manny will sidle back to um, Apophis and basically just say in, in Pokemon language, like, you can do this. You're ready for this. Okay. Apophis. Yes. As you <laughs> hover your little body over to this onyx. Little demon, welcome home. <laughs> Shackled to man. Also, <laughs> why do you come to me for power? You made your pact. I don't sense your corruption anymore. But why have you come back? And Apophis, telepathically, I guess, to this thing, will just say, like, my trainer needs security. <sighs> I grew up in the mountains, but ben Bentley has changed my, my view of Pokemon's relationship with people. It pains me to see our kind. Bound as you are. You crave security. I fear my boon will kill you. You still want this? Do not look at him. Look at me. What power do you want, little demon? You had the power before. It is gone from you now. Helios is gone from you now. It failed to take your boy. You failed to take him. And you come back to me for more. Why have you come? Are you forsaking your own power? No. You have forsaken yours. Helios offered you the power to destroy mankind. 
and you failed. Helios was wrong. Be gone from here. All of you. Be gone. As the son of the earth pulls back, looks to Rai Alduric. Father of Drakes! Peddles with mortals! And the father of Drakes will emit a shrill scream that parts the clouds over the Sierras. We are here on behalf of Mutahadith Kathir. These children of man will save us all if he is correct. And if he is wrong, we will all die together anyway. Now grant your boons or be on your way. And the son of the earth collapses the tunnel before him and leaves. Oh, wow. Basically just spitting in the face of the dragon scion. That's a choice. He's just going to stand there and go, Awkward. And I'm just going (laughs) to climb back up onto the thing. (laughs) You must forgive his outburst. He was taken from his father. Watched them unmake and remake him. He has no love for your kind. Bentley will will walk up to Apophis. Um, Hey, that was not fair of Onyx to decide. But I know that even as you are now, you're a key member of this team, and you will help us in the end times. From Apophis' perspective, everything that Onyx said to you is true. Oh, good. You did want power and strength. You did choose to shackle yourself to humanity. That is true. You made a pact with Helios to destroy the world of man. To tear it asunder. And you did have your mind changed. You saw... Hashtag not all humans. Not everyone was bad. Most of them, yes. Irredeemable in most cases. But as you hear the scion of your being reject you, there's a certain bittersweet feeling knowing that you have enraged what is effectively a deity in throwing off the responsibility of destroying civilization. And while you may not be empowered physically, you feel a spiritual sense of accomplishment, knowing that you did what you thought was right and not what some otherworldly entity convinced you you should do. This is the first choice that Apophis feels like they have made in their life. Every other decision up till now has been guided in some way by some unseen hand of either a fallen king of demons or just another vessel of gods trying to get whatever they want at whatever price. And as such, you feel... You feel strong, you feel good. 
and you feel okay. And emblazoned anew on that rock is a new symbol. Not a golden staghorn who has forsook you. Not the eye of Helios that you turned your back on. And not some emblem of a false god. But a rune. A new rune. One that's never been seen before or inscribed, and one that would be hard to put meaning to for anyone outside of Apophis. But it's a rune of respect for oneself and standing up for yourself. Sadly, it doesn't come with supernatural boons, but it has meaning to you. It's the power of self-respect. Yeah. And you'll, you can pull a purple sword out of your chest. Yep. Like Scott Pilgrim. But Apophis... In so doing, rock and ground no longer have a meaning to you. Okay. Instead, you become infused the power of friendship with the ghost stone. Interesting. As you rekindle your inner spirit. Neat. And as that rune just very softly glows with a dull indigo light. CJ, you immediately get a little prickle at the back tiki, of your neck tiki. as you're like, ghosts? I love <laughs> ghosts. Ghost. <laughs> as Apophis kind of turns around from the cave-in, eyes very focused. That was disappointing, but not a waste of time. M- Manny will walk up to Apophis and take his club and he will like kind of do the motion of like he's knighting him and then he'll just kind of like take him under his arm as they turn back toward the high dragon like Manny's super proud of Apophis for standing up for himself but also believing in Manny and Bentley and Dee and all the all the tots mm-hmm. Manny and Slurp. In the method in which you are source-infused with ground, if your trainer ever dies, you will become more powerful than you could ever imagine. So we should have them hang out here, and then they just plot our death. Like when they come back, we'll CJ just, just goes. We'll just, we'll just I'm dead. Push him I'm gonna off go the join this pirate ship. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I forgot to get it from D. I want to be oh, a <laughs> Manny and Slurp. If your morale reaches zero, you will give yourself over to the son of the earth, mm. and your trainer becomes your target. Oh. 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 So the fight or flight for your morale is always fight, and it is break the shackles of man. Uh. Oh. 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 You will move by the shortest available path and deal the most possible damage to your trainer and or your capture device. If your capture device breaks, you're free to go. Okay. Good little loophole there. Fair warning. To not die. Yeah. Fair warning. Like here. Manny <laughs> and Slurp got a lot stronger mm-hmm. from someone who absolutely despises humankind. Mm-hmm. 
Makes sense. Wow. All of these gifts come at a cost. That's the one for ground. Cool. Well, that was neat. The father of Drake's will collect the massive body of Slurp. It's just like... He's a big boy now! Big boy! Don't drop him in the ocean, big please. Boy! Just fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little too heavy, buddy! We're going down! <laughs> New tidal wave. <laughs> yeah. No, just a cannonball. That's a big cannonball. He definitely went to competition. Yeah. So, essentially, to recap, if Bentley or CJ dies, Slurp yeah. and or Manny will become more powerful than we can imagine. Yeah, they'll become a force ghost, basically. Okay. Um... What I mean by that is there there is a step beyond being Source Infused, which is Source Awakened, um, that will happen to them. And then if their morale goes down to zero... Their then morale they... drops to zero, their fight or flight will kick in. And then they'll the... kill you and then be, get power beyond a match. Yes. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> because okay. in that way, they're saying, if I can break these shackles, I will get strong enough to survive what is coming. Yeah, I can break these cuffs. Yes, I yeah. can break these cuffs. Um, See me? I worry about nothing. You should be. More, I have more, too many things to worry about, yeah. so I'm not going to worry about any of them. You should yeah. just get the thing from him now, just in case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's just like... Like, why, me, why wait? With the pointy why end. wait and roll a dex check to see if you catch it when he has to throw it to you? Because <laughs> it's dramatic, and if I die that way, it's funny. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> All right. As we climb back on the back of the Father of Drake's. Appa, yip, yip. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, he zips your way out to sea past the newly formed island off the coast over the rolling fields of wheat in Amber Crag. <sighs> out you go like a shot. As you leave the cloud cover, there's just a jet stream behind you of cloud that trails off into nothing. And as you fly... Very, very quickly. For the two of you, this is a very jarring experience. As the father of Drake's takes a nosedive towards the surface of the water, and there is a pearlescent sort of doorway that is just just visible beneath the surface of the water, I advise you hold your breath. I'm going to cast water breathing. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) On everybody. As you reach through the good luck unconscious <laughs> yeah. guys yeah. you go through the horizontal surface of the water and you remain kind of flat in this pearlescent sea that is ever tranquil and it looks as though you could stand here but you're afraid to try it is like marble floor under a few inches of water and floating in this space is an unfathomably large blue whale with red glowing streaks across its body. Welcome back, Blackwater. You brought friends. I did, and I will cast control water underneath my feet to kind of give myself like that flow. The little ramp? Yeah. Wow. Climb down. I see you and Wave have reconvened. We have. I, uh... Appreciate all the advice I was given on my previous visit. Have you come for counsel, or is this a social call? A little bit of both. Excellent. Just kind of checking in on how are the kids? How you're doing? <laughs> with... The kids have broken out of prison. <laughs> oh no! It is troubling. 
seeing how uh, you feel about everything going on, seeing if the council with uh, Father Drakes and the Fae went well after we left. <laughs> he looks to the Father Drakes and goes, well enough. Good. Plans um, are in motion. Yeah, uh, Milo, or uh, he's got his whole shtick going for him. He's got this he whole does. big old plan. So, so I have heard. Um, as you're probably more aware, those uh, seven beastly creatures that yes. Remy and the Frolligator were watching over have broken free. I am aware. Haris al will be mourned when the world is safe. Definitely. Um, I have been to see Remy LaRue, his keeper. He will recover, but he will not be the same. Yeah, we uh, kind of got the backlash, and I mean, the rest of the world did too, but I'll kind of point over towards CJ. I don't know if you're aware of him and his companion, but we're supposed to be the... I did feel a sense of loss. Well, he's back once again, and uh, I know... You're kind of out here, and we have this creature being thing that calls himself the emissary that's coming from the moon. Hmm. Milo's got a plan. It's a damn good one, hopefully. God, I hope. The uh, Venom Queen is quite excited. Oh, you're aware of all this already. We keep in contact. Good. Are you going to be able to make it out to this meeting? I will be nearby. Okay. Well, all of our friends and companions have been getting boons and such from all of the other scions and such, as you seem to be without another guardian. And I know I could be that for you if I needed to. Of that I have no doubt. Uh, I, I vouch for D, if it matters. Hi, I'm Bentley. It is a pleasure to meet you, A uh, pleasure Bentley. to meet you as well. And then Bentley will just, like, slink back and just continue to be, like, in awe of the situation. Like, I'm underwater breathing, and my homie's just talking to a god? Like, what's happening? This one is called Rabu al-Zura. Though if it is easier, you may call me Rabu, or the Tide Caller. This is the Palace of Tides. You are safe here. You may breathe easy. Friends of the Mutahadith Kathir are welcome. You are here for a power-up, then. Boon, blessing, whatever you'd like to call it. Very well. And I will send out... And I'm and D will try to hack, quote-unquote, hack the system to bring out probably... I think it's more I mean, you are, you are beyond space and time. I figured as much. <laughs> you can kind of cheat a little yeah. bit if you want to. <laughs> I figured oh as much. Oh, my God, yeah. Because <laughs> you've got uh, Haka, Haka, Star, Doubloon. <laughs> I would even Leviathan, bring out Cooper, Leviathan, Cooper, Cups. and Cups. Leviathan and Cups. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> He's a water boy. That's just... <laughs> they all hit. Rabu's blessing is a little more subtle. Okay. 
than the others. Uh, mostly in that they're all a little more wet. Water, for like <laughs> pun intended, wet. water tends to go with the flow. Yeah, it will find the path of least resistance, mm-hmm. um, and as such, what it does is it shores up your lower stats and pulls them to match. Cool. Any immediate notable downside to this one? No. Nice. Um, the power disparity between the Tide Caller and everyone else, other than the father of Drake's, is almost immeasurable. The Tide Caller is the closest thing you've encountered to a traditional deity. Yeah. Where everyone else is like a godlike entity, this thing exists beyond space and time, has its own demiplane, can push and pull the tides like across the planet. this was the OG of yeah. the Source Stone Guardian. This is like a paragon of water. There is nothing above this creature for this element. Right. And as such, it can give boons with no downside, but it's not necessarily infusing them. Yeah. It is just empowering them. Nice. Cool. So there's no um, horrible lingering danger of, like, long-term cancer risk. Sweet. Hey, hey, hey dog. Hey, hey, dog, what about Crash? If you present Crash, Crash will get a, a little bit of a boost. Presented. As the as the water boys, for the sake of brevity, because this is like the 15th time we've met a scion today, as all the water boys kind of stand out, the pool that they're standing in kind of just rises over their entire body, and muscles just ripple, brains get all wrinkly, their eyes kind of widen and expand, and they seem a lot more aware of themselves, and all of their personalities really start to shine through. Cool. They get a big confidence boost. And as the water kind of subsides... About your offer, Blackwater. You mentioned a disturbance. Seven recently escaped threats. There may not be time before the stars fall. But should you find and bring them to me, more than a guardian, I will make you. It'll be done. These foes are dangerous and were sealed away for a reason. If you must put them down, do not hesitate. None will respond to your traditional methods of capture. They are not natural beings. They were all made. One of which I believe you have fought before. That's right. I'll make sure it's taken care of. Excellent. One of them is headed towards your capital city. It is likely in the waterways now. Gotcha. Um, with that being said, D's going to tr- attempt to do something. He's going to try, knowing that I'm in another plane of existence. Yeah. D doesn't know how this works. Yeah, you're somewhere. Um, I am going to try to essentially control the tides and pull the Red Prince to me. And like, so when we come out of here, it is outside of that doorway. And essentially contacting the siren to assist that ship's travel to get to me. If that's what you want. Because I am in the water, technically, so I can talk to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try. If, if that's your wish. Otherwise, yes. the father of Drake's is more than happy to fly you back. Because <sighs> he, like, you're, the ship's on the way. Mm-hmm. Just depends where you want to go from there. 
But right now, Milo's just kind of standing up in Green Gate like a. Uh, like, yeah, I back. guess I guess Milo is waiting for us. Uh, asking the tide caller, mm -hmm. is this something that I have to do myself <laughs> along with my team, or am I allowed to? I'll point to. The Bro, you can try to do it without me, but <laughs> I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I don't have a choice, I guess, with him. As is the case with water. The more of you there is, the stronger you will be. We'll take that as a yes. Let's do this. Um, and I'll take wave, and I'll kind of do like a quick flourish. Uh, water will kind of like whip, and I'll give a not necessarily like a bow, but like a, a head nod for like respect of everything and appreciation. Tidecaller will give you the up nod, but it's like starting to, to acknowledge like this kid's got some, got got some, some spunk. He showed up without, <laughs> without hiding behind Milo this time. Mm -hmm. All right. I see you. And he rode in on the back of the father of Drake's. So that gets you a little Told bit. Told you. Yeah. Told you. Yeah. <laughs> Bentley There's will also give a, a bow to the Tidecaller. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you. There are three types of people. <laughs> right? I like that one. On you go. Thank you. And uh, I'll literally just control water myself up onto the Father Drake's. Nice. We ride. May the wind be ever at your back and the waters be calm and placid. Did you say flaccid? <laughs> Shut up as we as just fly off. Did he say flash? <laughs> oh, yeah! Breach through the surface of the water. Fly back on out of there. As the father of Drake's makes the four minute flight back up towards where Milo is. <laughs> Supersonic shit. speed. He's skin just Very melting fast. off of your face. Milo is... It's now you, Phoebe, and the Oni. And Phoebe's still just like, how long do I distract him? You're good now. You're what's good. what's yeah. your favorite kind of pasta? No he's longer like, needed. I do not know. No longer needed. <laughs> Spaghetti sandwich. I do not eat. It doesn't matter. Uh, with uh, the, the wispy bits of Howl, and if any fire remains... Mm -hmm. uh, speak with Ente again. Yep. And in short, I'm you know, you saw what just happened and uh Thuabon's got the stone and whatnot, and uh, I know you're looking for a more uh corporeal guardian. Yes. Did anyone pique your interest in this lot? The Magmortar. Okay. Showed promise. Okay. I was hesitant at first with the presence of radiant energy. But I no longer sense it on him. Okay. If you bring him to the mound, we may pass the torch. All right. If it sets your friend's mind at ease, he will not need to remain here. And we can recombine Howl. Cool. Thank you. And Howl's little face just goes, Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Mayhaps. Yeah, yeah. Do, that. do that. If you bring Mortar, like, that's sick. I can... Like, please, for the love come of back. God. Mayhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Howl's like, I'm in so over my head, dude. Yeah. My body's like over there, bro. My body's fighting in the gyms, and I'm just like, I'm just like a dude in a campfire, bro. This is so much. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. We got we got plans like, and backup plans. He's like, bro, I'm four. 
This is so much. This is so much to handle. Don't sweat it. I can't. I can't sweat, bro. I'm fire. No, he's like, all right, cool, dude, cool. Cool, 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 tight, 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 cool, cool, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a tight, cool, tight. as you're finishing that up, the father of Drakes will scream in for a landing and then just impossibly kind of cancel momentum and stop, as he seems to have just an incredible control over the atmosphere and gravity in the local area, so as to not disintegrate Ow. you when he takes off. For the sake of brevity, I'm just going to mind spill everything into yeah, that's fair. Milo. Spill your mind! The uh, father of Drake's will fill you in on the son of the earth's mentality. Okay. And how he's a bit, more than a bit temperamental and very distrusting. Kind of a dick is another way to put that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, he's, he's got a very similar history with humans as uh, Tropius. Just it's sure. just hate and bad memories. Yeah, that's all that's there. Um, Most of the scions, for what it's worth, hate people. The only reason they'll talk to Milo is because of his title. Where to, Let's. Thank you. Um, if you want help, I think we can probably wrangle those at some point. I support the uh, the human Pokemon Guardian tandem. Is there a member of your team you're leaning more towards? Uh, and I will look down at the black water ball that holds Haka. But uh, I think there's, he said one or two are heading. There's I thought, one I thought, headed I to was, Fola. I thought it was two. I know two are heading south to Fola. I didn't know if one of them branched off somewhere. One was, so they're in Lake Lahana. Mm-hmm. One's headed north to Fola. And then the rest are just kind of branching out through the various river paths. Do I have a bead on them? I'm assuming the tide collar would just leave me in the dust on it. Would he give me a bead on them? No. It's no. a good luck. They're not source infused. Okay. So tracking them down will just be a case of either following carnage or news reports. Okay. I imagine that like majestic carp thing, maybe one of them. It, it is. is. It yeah. is one of them. I know. Oh, I'm yeah. saying that in character. Oh, oh I know. Okay. And then, then, then I'll, I'll go over yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, he says that uh, there was one that we fought before, which I'm assuming is that one. All right, cool. Uh, on that note, uh, Bentley, if you are curious in exploring the human Pokemon tandem guardianship as well. They uh, they liked what they saw with Mortar. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we'd be honored. Okay. Yeah, the, the mound's not far from here where Entei is if you want to take on his challenge. And I'll look to Mortar like, you ready? He just goes, oh, yucks. I'm <laughs> so ready. <laughs> Alright. Me and my derpy duck boy. (laughs) So are we doing another break off? Because CJ wants to go hunt some monsters, I guess, with me. I mean, I'm I'm not opposed to doing that. I mean, it's right here. So let's do it. One, it's right here. And two, it's on the way to Fola. Let's let's go. Oh, is it? For what it's worth. You're on Route 109. Let's go, baby. So you've got Xantha and then 108 to Fola. I thought 109 was the long. That's 102. Oh. Which gets a little squirrely. Yeah. I also thought it was 109, yeah. for what it's worth. It's okay. We'll get through this together. Um, <laughs> I, I would also just think about... In solidarity, brother. ...on the way there and through this to buy yourself some time, how you're going to deal with them since you can't catch them. Yeah. He said that I could bring them down if needed, but... Look at that! I could... I mean, I could control these sorts of bees to an extent, but I don't know how strong these things are, but... 
Um, Some more than others. Okay. Not stronger than us. For what it's worth, Phoebe and I can aid in the control realm. So if okay. that's what it takes for the three of us and you do one at a time, yeah, you can go for it. I also don't want to make this number one priority, too. So if there's other things that need to be done that supersede that, then... Because I would hate to see those seven things become infected with the Lunark stuff. 100% agree. So that's just where I'm at. Let's go do this. Let's go to the mound. Let's do it. To the mound. All right. The father of Drakes will bid you all farewell and <laughs> oh, uh, just kind of take off. Oh, shit. We should get tumbled. <laughs> wow! The Oni just kind of sits... I trust that was useful for you. Yeah. Just nod. Three days. Three days, indeed. Um, how are we going to move these guys? That's, uh, With a little bit of luck and uh, gumption. That's why I said, oh shit, right just now. Um, I don't. Uh, I guess we. Uh, I'll just have to do my thing later. <laughs> oh, and we have mute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's mute and a Don fan. Mute has always been heavy. He weighs about as much as a like an adult um, black bear. Let's talk his strength now. Fifteen. That's not bad. But uh, Don fan is now pushing a ton of just earth. Um, yeah. I will throw out heavy. PK powder coat. Can. Can Slurp roll up into a ball? Slurp's speed is currently zero. I know his speed As is zero, like, but can he coil uh, into a ball? Yeah. You can, like, push him if you can yeah, push Yeah, because if he's rolled into a ball, Powder Keg can just be like, all right, here we are. Like here's a dung beetle. Yeah, but here's, a here's my dung mound that's yeah. also Slurp. Powder uh, Keg's taking Mute, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, Powder Keg's going to take both Mute and Winter, sling him over his shoulder, and then with one hand just... Fair enough. Yeah. And just He is strong walk. enough to haul Mute. Because um, powder strength. keg. Because as I as I learned recently, your carrying capacity, if you're this big, is thirty times your strength score. Wow! Whoa. So he can lift mute no problem, mm-hmm. and he could push slurp no problem. Okay. Doing both for a long time, he's going to start to get tired pretty quick. Well, yeah, more, but he's going to be moving slow regardless. Slurp probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have enough big dudes that could put like so Haka want... and Mortar could push Slurp. <laughs> All right. Well, then city I guess it's city. not that big a deal. Just city to city. I guess we're yeah, okay. We yeah, do, we just rolling, do, our, <laughs> rolling our dung ball of of Slurpy boy. With the various like big beef boys on your team, you're able to to kind of push and haul your friends, and eventually you start to see the subtle glow of a small volcanic hill. It's just kind of bubbling at the top. There's a dull orange glow. It looks very out of place. There's just this big jut of partially igneous rock and partially sand. There's still some grass kind of pushed up around it. It looks like somebody dragged a volcano through the surface of the earth. And seated up top at the moment are two large canine shapes, each looking down this hill in your direction. One is tremendous has a dark brown coat of fur, that same white and gray mustache that you saw in flames earlier, and a similar sort of three-pronged golden crown lifting from its forehead. Two coal-like eyes just burn like embers and stare down towards you. As uh, the Firewalker, 
sits at the summit of his throne with Howl, whose barbed, demonic-looking tail is just flickering excitedly, but he's, like, trying to keep it cool. Bentley will just walk forward with Mortar. Hello, um, my name is Bentley Woods, and this is Mortar, and the Venom Queen recommended Mortar for a challenge, and we accept. So she did, and so do we. Your challenge is twofold, Mortar. Please present yourself. I would recommend the rest of you find a safe distance. Unless you don't mind being tempered in flame. I'm gonna back that way. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be hitting the old dusty trail. I'm getting the heck out I'll of be there. about like 200 feet away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just gonna be very far away from the mound and Mortar will sidle up and be right at the bottom of the mound looking up at the guardians. Okay. Howl will kind of motion to stand, and the firewalker just holds a paw on his back. I would test this one. No. You may do it. And he'll remove the paws. Howl's like, oh boy, alright, cool. Awesome. Great. I need Howl and Mortar to roll initiative. Ooh. And we are going to ignore resistance to fire. Okay. So it's just pretty much just going to be flat damage rolls. Yep. Ooh, baby. Howl, you are considered for the moment ignited and awakened. Okay. Which are, one of those words will mean nothing to you mechanically. Mm-hmm. But rest assured. Body cool. howl is just shadow boxing, like in a corner somewhere, like <laughs> not knowing what the hell's like going a dog on. Dreaming, he's like, just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's asleep on his side. Yeah. <laughs> as, uh, as the firewalker looks at you, Hell, mm-hmm. and gives like a deep knowing nod of like, if you lose this fight, it's not the worst thing for you. Um, if anything, I just need you to push Mortar to his limits. Um, and commensurate with that, he's going to give you 60 temporary hit points to kind of, On make, top this, of? Okay. To make this about a fair fight. Okay. Because um, that's about the disparity between hit points. Mortar's a little bit harder to hit than you are. Same deal. And you are considered ignited. Okay. But Mortar, yeah. you are up first as we stand in a field of sort of like parched wheat grass that immediately just gives way to an igneous rectangle kind of trapping the both of you in, and you are surrounded on all sides by a low wall of flame, kind of combining the two of you into this space. Okay. Well, first things first, Mortar is going to move up to Howl and just do, like, the boxing UFC, like, touch gloves. Touch like, gloves? Just a sign of respect of, like, all right, let's 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 get to it. I imagine Howl would stand and match with the paws. He'd do it with his horns. There you go. Yeah, so he'll just, like, dap them up, and then he'll sidle back do like a five paces back with both of them and then he'll go back in and try for a mock punch all right punch uh that is a 22 falcon punch get it going boom uh that is nine fighting damage beautiful all right 
And again, for this, just we're just going to do normal damies. I'm not worried about super effective, not very effective. Just okay. keep it rolling. The Whatever Firewalker the, makes it yeah. even. In the, in the <laughs> essence right now, you're both source-infused. You're equally matched there. So any resistance you could put up is just going to be empowering the other. So, carry on. All it's right. He's going to let out his trademark howl to kick things off. I love it. And let loose a flamethrower. <laughs> okay. Get it. 14. That misses. All right. So, Howl, you buckle down. You let out one of those telltale howls, and your paws solidify into their traditional black with fur. And as you let out a gout of flame, your muzzle just starts to coalesce. As Mortar, you hold your hand out with that cannon and just absorb the incoming flame into your body and the inner furnace within you just burns brighter. As Howl just tails flicking excitedly and the Firewalker sits very proper, just like a beaming pride of smile watching two of his children just prove that they're both worthy. And as Mortar absorbs all of that flamethrower into his cannon, he'll just like look at the power that he got from Howl and try and fire back with a fire punch. I love it. Ah, that is uh, 12. Okay. No luck. As you launch forward, newly empowered with your speed, channeling the energy that's already within you, you launch back and Howl, being incorporeal for the moment, you go to punch and he just folds in half and reappears behind you, lets out an excited bark and Mortar just on. grins like, ah, ghostly things. I'm familiar. Yeah. All right, Howl. He'll try to bite his arm. As I love it. it. Misses for an unnatural 20. Okay. That hits. Howl clamps onto your, your kind of smaller arm. He's like, I remember this. Rest of his back legs kind of solidify to hold him on as he's just biting into your, into your arm. That is a lot of dice. Howell does a lot when he's ignited. That's why I was... Uh, 3, 6, 9, 10, 17. Woo-hoo! 17, all right. Mortar, as you, as you go in for that punch and miss, you leave your left arm wide open. And you feel those teeth bite in, and they become corporeal as they puncture into your flesh. And for the first time, you feel the burn of fire. Um, well, he's been damaged, so he can do Soul Siphon, correct? He has, and he can. Okay, so he's going to wince at that very, very, very strong bite and try to go for a Soul Siphon back to Howl. We stand. Uh, that is an 18. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Alrighty, one, two. Siphon. Siphon is soul. Four. Soul and a six. And he'll be unconscious for six days. As oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both on a lot of dice. Oh my God. Yeah, that's why I was like, just ignore the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> this, will go, this will go way faster. Yeah, It's like having like a barbarian and uh, a monk. 26 like, damage. It's take forever. Just, and he gets half of that back as temporary Whoa. HP. I believe so. Oh so he gets back 13. 13 temp HP. How will you feel a similar kind of punch that just strikes right into your essence and just rips some of that flame away from you, leaving you with the sort of upper front torso of how kind of sticking beneath this fires. Right now you're this sort of mesh of fur and flame. You feel a little bit of energy be drawn away. Mortar feels reinvigorated. 
It's back to you. So does it seem like if this were to succeed, he would be here and not there? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which is why I'm like, we'll get to what that looks like later. Yeah. If Howell's like, all right, boys, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do the Green Gate gym, and he's just running in there, just. <laughs> oh god! Oh, where'd he go? Oh, Milo's gonna kill me. Right as like a hop up is like, yeah! Oh my god, just, I'm the most powerful thing ever! Just punching your. <laughs> I oh killed god. him. Oh god. I made him. I don't know my own strength. Alright, hell. Give me a good one. We're gonna try another flamethrower again. I love it. For a 24 to hit this oh, time. Yep. Mortar, as you're, as you're pulling away that energy, hell just looks up, grins, and. <laughs> There's another burst of flame right under your duck beak. Oh, there it is. Quack, 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 quack. Um, let's see, 23. 23 points. Woo! <clears throat> All right, burning away those shields and kind of scarring the front of your mortar. You're like, <laughs> drinking in that fire. That One of Howell's fun. eyes has returned. Soul siphon again from mortar. Uh, fteen. That hits. Hey, Woo! this is nice. It's like everybody's hitting. Hey, pretty, even, I mean, it is more like a like a spar than like yeah. a battle. But. No, this is good. This is good. Again, there's not really a like. No one really loses here. The whole Sheesh. point is to put is to just put everything you've put got into show. this battle. Twenty nine damage. Oh. All right, rolling Mortar, real high with those D8s. Mortar is the fires kind of cooking the base of your skull. In a rare twist of fate, you just swing around and kick at Howl and kind of send him tumbling through, and he disapparates and reappears behind you with more of his forehead kind of like brought back in. All right, we're going to try one more flamethrower. I love it. Uh, 17. Yeah, that hits. I love yeah. it. I forgot one last time, too. I'm die. Oh. Um, this is 1827. <laughs> Dude, literally blow for blow right now. Yeah. You guys are very evenly matched for the moment. Indeed. It's very good. A hefty back and forth. Howl's just kind of roasting. Mortar, you're throwing these big haymaker punches. You're giving as good as you're getting. Soul siphon again. That is uh, 16. That hits. Loving it. Uh, 18 that time. Okay. 18. All right. Mortar, you deliver yet another vengeful blow, this time kind of like bringing your larger cannon arm down on the base of Howell's spine. And as he kind of slams into the ground, you pass through most of the fire and on your way up, some of that fire just licks up into your hand and pulls some of Howl's spine in, bringing up most of the back of his uh, his body. Nice. Go for a bite. Only a 10. That uh, misses. All right. This time, Howl, that last one actually kind of rattled your senses. And you're starting to feel again. And you're like, okay, this is good. This is good. This is good. And your tail's flicking back and forth, and the last of those embers flick off the back, and it's now that same barbed black tail as before. Following the skillful dodge, another soul siphon. Boom! Uh, 15? Yep. Hey. Wow! Oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, jeepers. Uh, 29 again. 
Okay. Butyracious. He'll right, go Howell. for another bite. You got this. No dice. All right. He's on Howell. his last leg. Yeah. As you get soul siphoned once more, Howell, this one catches you like right in the neck. And Mortar was kind of going for your front haunch, but it wasn't quite there yet. And as that, that hand kind of grasps onto you, your front leg coalesces fully, as well as most of your neck. You just have two blazing horns of flame, and then like the better part of your underbelly and your front right leg left to bring back. Mortar. Soul siphon it up. Oh, God, he's coming back. That's a 14. No. <gasps> All right. Howl, as you leap in for a bite, it's right as Mortar's coming in for a punch to your, to your underbelly, and you just kind of flip out of the way and throw yourself out and kind of abort that last bite. You both land backs to each other and kind of spin. Flamethrower. Uh, 13. Yeah, 13. Ooh. Miss. All right. There's a gout of flame towards you, Mortar, as you just uncharacteristically dexteritively, you just drop low and kind of duck beneath it. Oh, yeah. Catch that fireball in your hand. He does the, like, three-point stance and then the hut-hut hike, and he starts... He does the Black Widow landing. Yeah, just starts running at him like a linebacker. Well, they always flick your hair. Soul siphon! Oh, that's a crit. Oh, it's time, maybe. Yo, it is. Yeah, okay, so go ahead and roll your dammies. It's okay, you're not going to kill him. This is a spar. But all that and then double it for the crit. Uh, it's 18, double to 36. 36. What a way to end it. All right, Howl. As you let out that gout of flame mortar once more, you hold that cannon out, catch the flame, and just redirect it into your hand. Your skin is starting to kind of like flake and burn away given the nature of this battle, and that cannon is superheated. As you hold it down within yourself, there's this little blast of like black smoke as a plume of magma comes out the front of your arm melts into the ground as hell goes to dodge and you slide to the side of him and just catch him right in the gut and as you do you just hear a as the last of the fiery body of howl is expunged leaving standing a full and complete always who lets out his namesake another howl and the flames all around the arena spark ever brighter and then fall away as Milo, you now for the first time in weeks see your old pal. Nice. Good as new. Good, 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 good. And he just barrels over to you, just tackles you to the ground, starts licking your face. That's and cool. it's very hot and a little sulfurous. And you're like, ah, <laughs> It's great to have you back. Eggs, bro. Missed you much. I knew you could do it. Mortar. Yes. Warden of the North! Yay. Mortar and Bentley. Yes. You are now Wardens of the Firestone. Let's go! Taking over for Milo and Howell. And as that fiery energy from all around you just swirls across your being, Mortar, the nature of your combat has fallen away and that fire can no longer touch you as it just folds into your bod the last remnants of that purple flame that has followed you since your evolution and death is expunged 
And standing before all of you is a red and gold magmortar. Triumphant. Gold? Feeling more alive than ever. Burning with a brand new fire. For in your belly is quite literally the source of your being. A chunk of the Firestone rests within your tum-tum. Oh, yeah. He big belly sumo boy now. Yeah, baby. Big belly sumo. Yeah, baby. As Mortar rises to his feet, Bentley, you see the fire fall away, and Hal will come running out and tackle into Milo. And you see through your pal just an orange ember glow from any angle. Just spinning like a little amber egg. Bentley will just throw down his pack and run to Mortar and leap into his arms. Yeah. He chooses not to burn you. Hey, what a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. What a nice guy. I hope so. The space around him is hundreds of degrees, but he just yeah. he brings it down, brings it in for I'll a big hug. I'll just jump into him, give him a big bear hug, and just say in his ear, like, I'm so proud of you, bud. <laughs> Such a sweet moment. As you two have that that lovely that lovely hug, the firewalker nods down to Milo, nods at Bentley, sees mortar. The stone is in good hands. Guard it well. Mortar will turn while still hugging Bentley and just give like a cannon salute to the Entei. As the Firewalker takes one final look at Howl. You did well, young one. Enjoy your life. You've earned it. (laughs) As he lets out a roar and that volcano just folds back into the earth, leaving just sand and wheatgrass. And there's no sign that a volcano Sick. was ever present. Welcome back, Howl. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, Mortar. Welcome back, Howl. High fives all around. Good news for once. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Woohoo! That's a nice change of pace. In the wake of this beautiful great news. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> CJ, as you have a tablet and all of the badges. D, as you have a tablet and all of the badges. You each get a trainer alert. For a unidentified large threat moving north towards Fola in the Green River. It is an all-hands situation. Given that the National Guard equivalent has already been deployed to Ambercrag, they have no spare resources. Calling all trainers willing and capable. Fola needs you. If you can make it, please try. Multiple large entities on approach. Power grid in danger. We ride. Do they not understand? Yeah! To Fola! (laughs) And that's where we'll end the session for today. Newly empowered by their Scion allies and acquaintances, some of the Tots prepare to hunt down some escaped aquatic deviants, while the rest get some much-needed rest. If you enjoyed this episode of Boarding Party, please consider leaving a like on the video to show your support. If you'd like to see more of the Tots and stay up to date on the Laris region, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to our Patreon. From there, you can join the discussions in our Discord server, or check out the post shows still rolling, and get a recap of every session with myself and the crew. 
Let us know in the comments below what you thought about the powering up of the team and if you think the rewards are worth the risk. Thanks so much for watching. We'll catch you next week as Monty and the Ruder Flock tackle the Ediola City Gym as the last stop on their gym circuit.